Welcome to another edition of the tip-off. I'm Simon and joining me as I always do is Arnav and Chris. How's it going today guys? Doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Good for me. Excited to see the draft. Yes, big day for NBA fans across the world as we get into the long-awaited NBA draft. Are you guys as ready for it as I am? It's definitely been long awaited. I can't wait to see who goes number one. You think the Timberwolves will make the pick? Yes. Or make it for someone else? I think they make the pick. I, I had a similar question. Do you think that it's more likely they trade the pick before they make it or after? Well, if in the all. NBA, you never really know. I'd say... 50% chance they trade it. Well, I mean, I mean, say they do trade it, but do you think that they... I think the now, trade will be made tonight. Trade? I know. Do you think they will announce it before or after they make the pick? Oh, after. Otherwise, we'd already know. Probably. Probably. Yep. Because it starts in six minutes. So... Before the, we get into the draft, we have some breaking news that happened tonight um, with Clay Thompson. Uh, oh, yeah, no. you think that changes the draft, or uh, just best available player for the Warriors? Yeah, I think that they are gonna try to get Wiseman anyway. But I don't think that they're gonna like. I think they'd be all right with not getting Wiseman, but I think that if Wiseman is there, they'll just take him no matter what. I would probably agree. I also think, irrespective of what happened to Clay and whether it's long-term or not, and whether he's going to be out for next season, they will pick Wiseman. I don't know. I think it'll be uh, interesting to see. I mean, I wonder if this just changes, you know, maybe Wiseman uh, like Halliburton or something for shooting purposes to replace clay for next season yeah that'd be interesting do you think that the warriors might like halliburton more than the mellow though i think they like people who can shoot like most teams probably should i don't think lamello is a fit out there i would agree i think lamello needs the ball in his hand to be at his best that's difficult when you have steph curry as your leading ball handler but you feel good about him next to D'Angelo Russell anyway, since D'Lo has played off the ball before in Brooklyn? I, you know, I don't, I don't honestly feel that good about it. I think it could work. You know, it might be their best option. Might not be. We'll wait and see what they think. But for the Timberwolves, you're talking. But uh, I don't love it. Are you are you Wolves, feeling, are you on TV right now saying the Wolves are on the phone trying to make a trade? <laughs> that is not surprising considering that they've been very open to trading that uh pick ever since they obtained it back in August. Well, they don't usually do make great decisions with picks, so I think it's smart. I I put it I told Simon this earlier, but I think 50% chance they trade this pick. I think 25% chance it's LaMelo, 20% it's Edwards, and 5% it's Wiseman. And mm. then, so you think you think, uh, or 4% it's Wiseman, and 1% it's somebody else. We got to leave the option for that. 
So you think uh, the Wolves have a better chance of taking Lamelo than Edwards? I I do. I just based on I heard uh, Ryan Saunders on, and he was uh, he was acting all coy and critical of Lamelo, which made me just think the opposite that maybe that they're planning on taking him. And then I also heard Lamelo's kind of talking and acting like he's the number one pick for sure, so he might know something. That's all valid. And that uh, ESPN thing that dropped yesterday about Anthony Edwards. And I believe that it said that he was not into watching basketball at all, really. His first love was football growing up. And that he would, if football came calling, he would drop basketball in an instant to uh, go to the NFL. Does that scare you at all if you're picking top three and considering Anthony Edwards? I think more than anything, it just tells me about his immaturity, where he would even go out and make any comments to ruin his draft stock. I think that's kind of stupid, to be honest. Oh, I got to disagree here, because did you hear his reasons for why he wants to be in the NFL? Because celebrations are more fun? No, because he wants to hit people. I mean, he did say celebrations, but I mean, he wants to be a little free. I, I like that he's a free spirit. I, I think, and I like that he's honest. And I like that, I, you know, I, I like him more because of what he said. But I do, I, I do understand the concern about, you know, if he doesn't really like basketball, I mean, you got to sort of like what you do, but, but. Uh, well, we've seen good, we've seen good players in the NBA that are like this in uh like Chandler Parsons is an example. He was a very uh, good player, good starter for quality teams. And he made a lot of money playing, but he never really broke a team over, put the team over an edge uh, in the long run. And even like Danilo Gallinari player, all of them have shown uh that they're good at basketball, but they might not have the same appreciation for the game as some other players. But, you know, they are what they are. I mean, I don't know that a passion for basketball makes you that much better. Well, we will see what happens tonight. And if that scares any teams away from drafting Edwards. I'm hearing the most likely trade is a trade down to four for the Wolves. It's some sort of trade with the Bulls. And who would you, who would you want in that trade? Uh, as a Timberwolves I mean, fan. Well, I mean, just because I kind of like Zach Levine, you'd love to see somehow that get worked in there and then get Obi Toppin at, or Terry Saliburton at four. I mean, that'd be great. Would you Would you do a Lowry marketing centered trade? I, I've heard that, that he's not on the well, trade table, but that also might just mean that that's exactly who is on the trade table. They just want more for him. So. I've, heard, I've, heard that, <laughs> I've heard that the trade is centered around either Markkinen or Wendell Carter. Yeah, Markkinen is interesting. I mean, we they, the Timberwolves need the guy who can shoot. At that point, why wouldn't you just draft Wiseman though? Because Wiseman can shoot. Oh, maybe probably not Wiseman as well. But want to come here and because he's a, he's nineteen and Markkinen's a proven NBA player, and you can still get a a good another good shooter or another you know another good player at four top four player. Yeah, so it's oh. not like you're it's not like you're losing out on a draft pick. You're just if you don't like any of the top three and you can do a trade like that, that's great. Yep. Some other NBA news that have gone on today. 
recently tonight is that Houston just traded the Trevor Ariza and the 16th pick. So what they just acquired in that uh, Robert Covington trade to Detroit for a first-round pick. Then I heard they bought a draft pick. Well, they're showing the Timberwolf team headquarters on TV right now, and it doesn't look very active. <laughs> I don't think the phones are ringing off the hook, or they already made their deal, one or the other. Oh, and the Warriors and the Knicks are in trade in late trade talks for the number two pick. Hmm. So the Knicks so they are, don't think the Knicks they are think uh, so. trying to trade up. For one of the top two players, well, they should. De- the Wolves should definitely take Lamelo then, just to make the Knicks sad. You think that that's who uh, the Knicks are aiming for, going number two? I don't. I just have a feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I got a feeling. Although I don't think they'd be too. sad with any of the other ones either. But it's not like Darius Garland to Jarrett Culver when we were all wondering what the heck just happened last year. Yeah. All right, Adam Silver is starting the draft right now. Yeah, he kind of looks like an alien. I think he's an alien. <laughs> Look at the shape of his head and those ears. It's just bizarre. Oh, he's not doing this in his uh, should, basement like Roger hair. Goodell did. <laughs> should wear a wig or something. You have something against bald people? No, he just is funny looking one. <laughs> So on, uh, while we wait for the uh, draft to start, is there anyone that you are looking at in that uh, four to seven range that are you, that you're really liking? Any of your favorite prospects that could be at, uh, going off the board at that time? Um, I, I like Tyrese Halliburton a lot, and I and I like Obi Toppin. And I'm almost more excited about those two guys than the potential people you can take at number one. Yep, I've heard Ty, Tyrese Halliburton is a very uh, interesting name that a lot of hey, teams we're are looking five minutes. Five minutes away. On the clock. On the clock. Who do you think Carl wants? Carl's th- making this pick. I guarantee it'd probably be him make the pick. Do you think do you think that the Wolves are doing this to make but Cat let's happy? Just set this, let's just set this up. This is the worst team in professional sports history. About to make the first pick. <laughs> Based off of winning percentage? <laughs> yeah. You are not wrong. They say since 2007, the lowest win percentage, but they have the lowest win percentage of any team in any of the major sports since their inception. So, Chris, you're expecting a failure, but I'll be happy if they don't. Who are you expecting Adam Silver to announce right here for the pick? Boy, you know, I I put put the odds here, and I I still expect a trade. I still expect a trade. So are you saying that they're going to draft Wiseman right here? To trade them? It would be interesting if they draft Wiseman because that probably indicates a trade. But Or do you I'm, think that Adam Silver is going to just walk out and say the Timberwolves have traded the first pick? Uh, I don't know about that. I think they'll just announce the pick and then we'll find out, you know, in a few minutes that it was a trade. I mean, I'm feeling like maybe Jay Billis is saying, let's go trade down. I think I think they should trade down if they can. Otherwise... I'm kind of just my gut feeling all of a sudden, even though I put this at the low, one of the lowest odds, I'm kind of feeling Anthony Edwards at the moment. But my, my original thought was it was going to be LaMelo for sure because based on what I heard. So I don't know, one of those two, if they make the pick for themselves. Yep. I think that I have, I have started to lean more to the LaMelo side for the pick. I think that he might just be the safer pick. Is that LaMelo's mom there that, next to him on the couch? 
And Anthony Edwards has got some art next to him. Is that his mom and art, maybe? Bradley Beal, good luck to all the young men getting drafted this evening. The real, the real deal, Beal 23. I think, uh, I think they think we'd like to see the real deal Beal 23 in Minnesota for this pick. 30 seconds on the clock. They're going to miss. They're going to do a Minnesota Vikings, and they're going to they're going to fan on the first pick, and someone else is going to jump ahead of them. 16 seconds, and nothing's happened. Who do you say? Five, four, three, two, one. Must be in. The pick is in. Oh, the pick is in. Okay. It's crazy that we don't know. You always know the first pick. Denny Ajibeda, however you say that guy's name. What do you think the chances they say that is? I would be thoroughly surprised. The draft is so weird that we're talking about COVID here. All right. Hey, we're like a minute past the pick. Uh Oh, must be complicated. It's a complicated trade. A complicated trade has just happened. Yeah. Here it is. James Weissman for themselves. Anthony Edwards. No. Yep. Anthony Edwards. He's going to Minnesota. Wow. There it is. Number one overall. All right. What are your thoughts on this, Chris? I'm, I'm, I'm excited. He, he looks like a beast. I hope he can play. Does this, does this mean that they are not going to trade it? I mean, he, he's clearly the best position fit. So it's the most likely guy that they would draft and keep. So that's what I think. You know, let's just hope he can play. You can't be wrong all the time. They've been wrong for like 27 years almost, you know, except for Garnett. So. Well, I think that he was the expected number one by many. And. I feel a little bit relieved it wasn't LaMelo in some ways. Yep. But also at the same time, I feel like I would have felt relieved if it wasn't wasn't Anthony Edwards. (laughs) Hey. You know, if a guy is that athletic and, and, and good, you know, it, it can go either way. I mean, it's all on him. It's all it's all on him. So let's just see what happens. Now we're getting the sap story on him here on TV because that's what you get with COVID. Well, I've so, seen his... No uh, fancy suits or anything. We just get sappy story. My angels. What is that about? Well, I've seen uh, player comparisons comparing him to Victor Oladipo. Just a bigger version. Which, wrong with that? Yeah. And he is very dominant and big when he plays. And I, mean, I, I, I just want to like it, dunk on people and hurt them, you know? That's what I wanted to but do. But that is what we wanted out of Wiggins, too. I know. But, but he, maybe he's bigger than Wiggins was a stick compared to this guy. Even yeah, this guy maybe. is just 19 right now. He's going to get bigger. And he's got good hair. I mean, maybe he's going to make a good rap record. Number two, do you think that the Warriors are going to stay put, or do you think that the Knicks might slide in there? And I think the Warriors are going to take the pick for themselves because they lost Thompson, unless they can get somebody. They say Wiseman's a fit. That's who I'd project, number two. I think that if we see LaMelo's name here, that it's a trade. Saying, seeing him it's a trade off, if it's to a different, off to a different team. Yeah, I can't see that Golden State Warriors taking LaMelo. Look at the his brother. The his brother in the background looks depressed. It was the wolf. It's like it's freaking cold. Look at that. He dunked over that guy. That was maybe he's like an injury-proof uh, Zion. Everybody, it's all popping up. They took the 
hey, he's going to fit right in if he was settling for. Hmm. That's interesting. You hear that? His coach, his coach said he's never had a player like Anthony Edwards, and he's coached uh, Victor Oladipo and Dwayne Wade. That's crazy. I, I think this is a good fit for the Wolves if they keep him. Just the question is, can he play? The question is, does he want to play? Hey, he's got millions of reasons to play, want to play. That is true, but does he want to get better? Golden State Warriors, they gotta be in. It's gotta be up because that's been another five minutes in. by now. The pick is I was in. gonna say. I say. I, I say Wiseman. No, I, I agree with you. If it's if it's uh, Lamelo, it's getting traded. If, if it's Halliburton, they're definitely keeping him. I'd like that the Timberwolves could trade up and get him. No. Well, I also did see that the Timberwolves are in trade talks with the Thunder regarding that number 17 pick. Okay. So we're, what are we going to – oh, you know who we should trade? We should trade for Steven Adams. Why? Because then we don't have to – Cat doesn't have to play against them ever. The guy's a beast, and he always shuts down Cat. Well, before Charlotte makes her third pick, let's take a little break, and we will come back with that third pick. goes one Wiseman goes two is this Lamelo time right here or not I think it already happened it's Lamelo. Lamelo ball franchise point guard Michael Jordan approves I'm gonna think of that as a good sign Michael Jordan does approve he came out he and said that he earlier picked them right I mean what's he gonna do but it approve well Lamelo does in my opinion have the highest ceiling in the draft out of any other player. I also think he's the best playmaker. I think he's going to lead the, lead the rookie class in assists. Huh. Yeah, six he's with, six very seven. possible. And he's a good rebounding guard. I think that counts for something. I, th- I think it's a good place for him to end up in Charlotte. Just because he'll have the ball in his hands, you know? Yeah. And yeah. actually, it's a chance. It would, Minnesota it would have been a, awkward and then... In Golden State, I doubt he'd even play. Does this shut down any uh, Russell Westbrook to Charlotte rumors uh, or interest from the from the Hornets? I sure would think so, because you'd never get to know if Lamelo was any good if he had Russell Westbrook. This this just came out: the Chicago Bulls are tar- targeting Patrick Williams with the number four pick. Hmm. Well, heard, they can have him. I've heard a lot of there. Yeah. things about Patrick Williams, but I think that everyone always liked Obi Toppin a little bit better there, which is why we didn't hear Patrick Williams' name higher in mock drafts. So it would be kind of a surprise if they took Patrick Williams over Obi Toppin or Aneka Okongwu, who you really like, Arnaud. Okongwu, I think he has the potential to be the best center in the league. Uh, I meant in the draft. Sorry. He's extremely versatile. He has the potential to be the beast on the defensive end. 
Is he from UCLA? UCS. What? USC. USC. I heard rumors on the radio today about his foot. He has foot 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 issues, and for a big guy, that's pretty. Uh, that could drop him down. I mean, remember uh, who was the guy that Timberwolves took a few years ago that never played just because he had foot problems? Oh, uh, they traded. 16. Yeah. They tra- they, uh, Justin Patton. Justin Patton, that's right, yeah. He was in that Jimmy Butler trade. Yeah, hurt his foot and never played. And they were pretty excited about him. Yep. So. So we're thinking Patrick Williams for the Bulls here? Yep, uh, I'm thinking Patrick Williams. Oh. He's he's efficient at the rim. His free throw numbers are good, eighty three percent. That's always good for a big man. Mm-hmm. No, I, mean, I think the Bulls could use a big man, so it makes sense. But they do have Lowry Markinen and Wendell Carter down there. But right Lowry Markinen's not really like a big man. He's a good stretch four player. Okay, a stretch four, not a big man. Here's the thing with Markinen, though. Here's why he's valuable. Here it he's, is. He's ready. Uh, he's willing to chuck up a bunch of threes a game and just be that big guy for you that spaces the floor. Which is what the NBA is looking for t- in their players today. Yep. There it goes. Exactly. Patrick Williams. Patrick's, he's, they're, they're, they're sitting in style tonight, wherever he's at. <laughs> What's his dad in the NBA or something? <laughs> Oh, maybe they're at a hotel or so. It looks more like a, not a private residence, I guess. Well, we're seeing Halliburton's name drop a little bit, and the Cavs are on the board next. And they already have a pretty young backcourt that they are trying to have work out. They envision it, envision it to be a uh, type of Dame and C.J. McCollum backcourt, as they have in Portland with uh, Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. Based this so, on nothing but Isaac Okoro or Obi Toppin. So, yeah, I think that the Cavaliers are going to select a, a big guy here, even though they have Andre, Andre Drummond probably re-signing with them this year. Guys, to be honest about the Cavs at five, I think they're going to trade the pick. Trade the pick, you said? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they w- wouldn't be against it, but, you know, I think the Timberwolves desperately wanted to trade the pick too, but it might just not be in the cards. I'm hoping they trade it to the Knicks. Who do you, what do you think that would look like? Well, the Knicks, sure. have a, the Knicks have a lot of young pieces that teams could see valuable, but haven't really worked out. So they could pull off something to move up in the draft here. I'm watching a little Anthony Edwards analysis here. Just to say, he's exactly like Wiggins. It should. Well, Anna, would you like to give your analysis on that number one pick since you were unable to earlier? Anthony Edwards, I think, obviously a six foot nine wingspan. He's extremely big at 19 years old, 225 pounds. That's a lot. I think he can create based off the dribble, and he can make tough shots. But just like we were talking about earlier, the reports that have come out and just inconsistent effort, I think that always scares me for any top three prospect. Because if if you can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't want to 
you know, utilize it and put in the effort, it, it won't matter and it won't get you anywhere, which is why I'm not, I'm not very sure about Edwards. From his time at Georgia, you can probably, you could probably see that he's not amazing off the ball, but a lot of that comes from the fact that he was the best ball handler on the team, so he didn't have to do much. Do you think that that makes it easier for him as an NBA player now that he has someone like D'Angelo Russell to uh, come bring the ball up for him and uh, Carl Anthony Towns on his team where he doesn't need to get as many touches every game? Or do, do you think that he absolutely needs those touches in order to succeed in the NBA? Well, here's what I'm saying. I'm not sure if his production is going to scale down very well while you scale down his number of possessions. If that makes any sense. I'm saying it's a lot easier for someone to um, average a higher point per game total. Like he averaged, what, 19 points? It's easier to average that if you have more possession, if you're taking more shots. And once that, that number is limited and you only get certain looks because of other ball handlers on your team and other all-stars on your team, then I'm not sure you'll be able to. What I like about him, just first impressions, is I think he's got the strength to play in the NBA. I think he's got the strength to go inside. I think he's got the athleticism to defend. And, uh, you know, obviously it's all about the want with that, and we'll wait and see on that. But, um I think I think his uh, his size is. I didn't realize how big he was. I mean, he's uh, that's a pretty impressive size and uh, and uh, pretty. He's looks definitely like he can got a better pretty well. You know, I mean, definitely. He's definitely got a better frame than Andrew Wiggins did coming into the league. Well, he's still got a better frame than Andrew Wiggins does now. <laughs> you know, I mean, at nineteen. Yeah, he could, so he that's up, promising. He's got, like he's got a better frame than LeBron had when he came into the league at 19. Yeah, I was saying that he has a very LeBron-esque type build. Not comparing him to LeBron, not comparing his game to LeBron, just comparing his uh body style to LeBron and what it could be uh become as he matures and grows into an NBA player. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, their good comparison would be like a taller Victor Oladipo. Yep, we uh, said someone that. else just compared him to Bradley Beal, which is interesting. Ooh. If he can uh, develop that three-point shot and make make it become uh, consistent, he could be a very scary player in the league. Cleveland's pick is in here. Let's see. Last, who's who's got the prediction here? Without looking at Twitter. I'm going to say that they're going to select Okuru. Yep, that was my call, yeah. Yours too. Good call. He looks like a woman. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so listen to this. Drag basketball player there. What do you call that? All right, we got some some breaking news a little bit. Oh, he's just, he's just, he's just fancy. We got some, we got a little breaking news that you might like here, Chris. Oh, what happened? So I was talking about the the trade the wolves and the thunder yeah are talking about for that number 17 pick yeah they are in trade talks to send Stephen Adams 
to OKC for Ricky Rubio, 25 and 28 in tonight's draft. Wow. The Rubio returns. Who needs LaMelo? You can get Rubio, the real thing. <laughs> so they are in they are in trade talks to acquire Ricky Rubio and two late round first oh. picks for that number 17 pick. Right? Ricky I like Ricky Rubio's. You know, he got traded from the team and he and he tweeted what a job. <laughs> well, but I I'd love Ricky Rubio back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they traded a number 17 pick or something. So we're trading a a number 17 pick for Ricky Rubio though. I mean, I'm pretty sure that that that's what we traded for him back when we traded him for Utah. And we got a 17 pick from him that was Josh Okogi. Yeah, the 20th pick, Josh Okogi. Yeah. Yeah, that's not terrible. So basically, you're taking Josh Okogi, number 17 in this draft. And then if you look at it that way, it doesn't seem as exciting. But Or does it seem exciting enough? And maybe. Okogi is. But we're also getting the two other picks in this draft, right? Yep, 25 and 28. Which is, you know, if it's a deep draft, you know, you, you never know where the, the superstar in a draft like this is going to come from. Yep, and we could see a name like Trey Jones come off the board late there. I mean, maybe they can go all all, all Minnesota. They can get a uh, Tyrell Oturu, Terry. Uh, oh, Tyrell Terry. There's another. What? Who's the other guy from Hopkins? I'm, I can't think Trey of his name. Star, Trey, oh, from Hopkins. We got Trey Jones, but uh, He's from Apple Valley. But uh, no, the guy from Hopkins. Uh, uh, I mean, he's probably gonna. This guy's gonna be a first rounder this year. He didn't go to college in Minnesota, but. Oh, I guess it is official. OKC trades Ricky Rubio picks twenty five and twenty eight to Wolves for seventeen. Wow. Oh, I think that's hey, a good deal for the Wolves. It's a really good deal for the Wolves, yeah, because they got a real player at seventeen, basically. Like, oh. and you know, instead of a maybe. Well, we we'll see what Rubio can bring to this team. Hey, you know the positive for Rubio is he he might still have a house here. You know, he probably doesn't in uh, OKC. <laughs> well, we've seen the, the I know he's got a, I know he's got a membership out of the gun club I go to, so maybe that's still in effect too. Well, we've seen the Thunder tonight already trade a lot of their assets they, that they've acquired in recent days. They traded uh, Danny Green to the 76ers earlier in a trade for Al Horford. So the 76ers were able to get off that Al Horford contract that a lot of people did not like after Horford's production last year. Yeah, I think it was a terrible fit with Horford, Embiid, and Simmons on the floor all at once. And I think they got a piece, a good piece like Terrence Ferguson in the deal. Yeah, and I've seen Stephen A. came out and said that this now puts Philly in a perfect position to try and trade for James Harden. Right. Maybe we can trade him Ricky Rubio the 28th and the 23rd and uh, 25th and James Johnson and Anthony Edwards for Ben Simmons. I still don't think that's enough. I think Philly says no. 
How about Carl Anthony Towns for Ben Simmons? They won't do that, but yeah. I, I, but I would just love to see him have to play in the same team with Joel Embiid. It would be so great. <laughs> so on uh, for the picks for the Hawks pick right here. Um who you liking? I'm thinking a Kongwu. Yep. We'll we'll find out if there's foot problems or real rumors to on this pick, yeah. Well, um, we'll see how he fits with, if he goes there, if he fits with that Atlanta team. Yeah, if um, he goes here, we'll, we'll we'll find out. Like he should just send Bam out of bio, like, like you know, five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> they already they already do. Him. They already do have a couple big men on their team that I think that they really like, and Capella and John Collins. It's Okongwu. Well, now that they made the pick, do you think that this has any signals for a John Collins trade? Or do you think that they'll just try to run with all three big men? I think it just gives them more freedom. Yeah, I think that's right. Like, they can use them all as trading chips, you know? Yep. Oh, the other guy, Zeke Naji, that's the Hopkins Minnesota oh, yeah. guy. Oh, yep, he but, went to Arizona. Yeah. We have yet to see a trade for the, one of these top picks yet. Is that is that is that I haven't seen that trade the Timberwolves trade come up anywhere? But is that for real? Or are you just making Sources that up? Sources: John Krasinski, just, just to from the athletic. Okay, oh, John, 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 John Krasinski. That's real. I hate the sap. NBA sappy story thing isn't. Come on. All right, next we have the Pistons on the clock. So they basically need anything and everything. So who do you like here for the Pistons on the Killian Hayes. Tyrese Halliburton, that's who I like. If he's still out there, they should snap him up. Halliburton's also a good pick. Halliburton has not come off the board yet. and I know that you guys really liked him as maybe you – a, or a top five pick for sure, but maybe even higher. I wouldn't have been mad if the Timberwolves took him number one. I mean, it wouldn't have been good value, but I think it would have been a good pick in the long run. Would you be mad if they took Tyrell Terry number one? I probably would. I don't know why. I just... Just because you could probably have probably gotten him get at, him at 17. 17. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's exactly right, So. So is are we thinking Toppin's falling down to eight here and the Knicks can get him? Wow, that's crazy Toppin is falling, isn't it? Yep. Has Avdia come off the board yet? Nope. That's surprising as well. Let's see, let's see. Like right now, Jay Billis. Well, our first surprising pick was that Patrick Williams going number four. Yeah, that was surprising, but he was rising. Yeah, I know, I know. This draft just had a lot of... Obi Toppin probably should be the next pick. I bet you Detroit takes him, really. I don't know how they could pass on him. I didn't I didn't think about him still being there. And I think... Are we sure that Tyrese Halliburton hasn't... Nobody's drafted him, right? Nope, Tyrese Halliburton is still on the board. Okay, well, I mean, definitely... Uh, 
He must be. I, he must be the next pick. Albert has got a pretty good handle. Yeah. No, he's really good, and and he shoots like forty three percent from three. Really. Yeah. Currently, his effective field goal percentage is sixty one, which is very high for a twenty year old. And for a guard too. Mm-hmm. You expect that from a big man who gets all Killian their buckets. Hayes, Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes, the Pistons. Halliburton is falling. I wonder what people saw in him right before the draft. What's funny is like this. This is this is off the thing. This is what he was right. You know, he was number four on uh, Jay Billis's. You know, best available. Now he's not even on the best available anymore. So I'm wondering, did something happen there? What's going on? Oh, now he's now he's number one, and then the best. Tyrese Halliburton has pulled okay. his name from the NBA draft. <laughs> it's not true. What I said is not true. He's <laughs> what about that that guy from the the for the foreigner, Denny? However, you say Denis, his last name, Denny of Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, both. I've in most drafts. I bet you the Timberwolves are going to trade their, those two picks and try to move back up a few picks and probably try to get rid of, uh, you know, Culver. I think that they'll try to get rid of James Johnson, though. Well, no, they're going to save him because they can, you know, unless they get somebody really good where they have to trade, but they want to they want to save him for if they want to pick up a big salary. I feel like they'll need to trade They're not going to trade Culver. him for a pick. I think they're going to trade Culver. Yeah, they're going to well, get rid of Culver. Well, I think they need to throw in Culver for any big names. We got go. to go to Obi Toppin right now. For Culver, the 28 and 23. The Knicks are going to take Halliburton or Toppin. Right, but think, knowing I the think, Knicks, they'll probably take Denny Avgia because they like foreigners. I think they'll take Toppin. It's Thibodeau picking, though. I forgot about it. He's going to take, he's going to take Tyrese Halliburton. Guarantee. Guaranteed write that down. Topic. Write that down. It's, it's going to be top. No, it's going to. They're going to. They're 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 going to want to pair top in with R.J. Barrett. I write that down, Halliburton. And write this down. Uh, Halliburton will not even go to the Wizards number nine. He'll probably fall to ten, and Avdia will go number nine. All right. Well, well, well. One two minutes and thirty seconds. JPA the, the massive delay whenever the pick gets in. I t- does Obi Toppin play defense? Because he ain't going to Thibodeau if he does. Obi Obi Toppin doesn't do a lot but dunk. Yeah, he's not going to Thibodeau. He he's gonna take Tyrese Halliburton. Does Halliburton? Does Halliburton? He might, he might take he might take the foreigner because. Does does uh, Halliburton play defense though? Yeah. That's why he that's why he could have won number one in my book. He's a shooter. He's got a good handle and he plays defense. What else do you need? Yep. Uh, he has a six A wingspan. Yeah. And he can block passing lanes. He's yeah, he's going for he's going to play with Tibbs for good or bad for him, but he's going he's gonna have to get Hopping some earplugs. Get some earplugs. But that's not a Tibbs type pick. Tibbs picked Chris Dunn over Jamal Murray. 39% from three and 67% from the field for Obi Toppin. Tibbs don't care. 
we, we, we Tibbs like did he ever did he can he play defense? He might even just go down and pick some random dude like halfway down the list of top players, the best, the one that's best at defense. We'll, we'll see what Thibodeau does here coming up. It the pick in. is in. It's, it's already happened. Yep. Halliburton, write it down. Are you willing to give us money if you're on? Oh, I mean, no. Because why? <laughs> write that down is worth more than the money. So, Chris, after this trade that the Wolves just made, what are your uh, uh, final thoughts about it? Do you think that Rubio... Obi Toppin. Arnov is right. Nice call, Arnov. All right, what was the question, Sai? How do you think that uh, Rubio will mesh with this new Timberwolves team? Oh, it's going to be it's going to be a fit like never before I mean Rubio is coming back a seasoned veteran people can bust out their their Rubio jerseys Um, it's going to fit real nice is number nine still available for him Uh, I think so if not whoever has it should give it to him but no, I think I think he I think he can play with uh, play with uh, with or you know back up uh, and D'Angelo or play with him. I think I think uh, it's a nice fit. I think he gives the Wolves a lot of something they didn't have. They had some depth. Yep, he's definitely a nice veteran point guard to have on your yeah. team. And maybe that's why they, they did not pull the trigger on drafting LaMelo Ball since they had this deal in the works. Yeah, that, that's probably right. Probably at least part of it. Highest career field goal percentage by AP Player of the Year. Zion, Bill Walton, Obi Toppin, and Lou Alcindor. Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yeah. So the next pick, Arnov says it will not be Tyrese Halliburton either. Nope, it'll be Denny Avdia. You're thinking Avdia here? Golden yeah. State, or oh, to yeah, to Washington. I could see that because they don't really. Washington need Washington already has John Wall and Bradley yeah. Beal, who are who they're trying to run back yeah. again. Yeah. Hey, but maybe maybe we got some hope for a Beal trade if they take. Uh, Halliburton. Bradley Beal would be exciting on a contender, though. I've been saying for years that I think that he'd be a great fit next to Carl Anthony Towns on the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. And then, Maybe they take uh, Anthony Edwards for him. Anthony Edwards, the 28 and the 23. And Ricky Rubio. No, we don't have to give up Ricky. Deal's off. Out of that deal. The deal is <laughs> off if Ricky's involved. <laughs> but well, you probably Abdiya, have to give him James Edwards, really, though, to keep the salaries. Yeah, what do you like about Avdia? I don't know. I think he also 6'9 wingspan, even though I don't think he can be a great on-ball defender. I think team defense-wise, he can he can do have his rotations go smoothly. 
and just be someone you're comfortable with out on that wing. I think he has shown some potential out of the pick and roll to pass the ball and find open shooters, but I definitely haven't seen enough possessions yet. A good comparison would probably be, or his ceiling would probably be like Nicholas Batum, if he can find that stroke from beyond the arc. Uh, I think that if he develops that three-point shot, that he would be become a very nice piece on that wizard on that wizard's roster. Yep, it's, I think it's extremely important for him to shoot the ball well, just because he's not the most athletic forward. But so, so everybody's throw, happy. Nick's... His free throw percentage is very concerning. I think he shot like fifty-eight percent from the line. Yep, that's always concerning because oftentimes free throw, the free free throw shooting uh, reflects how good of a shooter you are overall. And lots of times it doesn't. Like with Ricky Rubio. But But the problem is, is if you can't shoot free throws, then they'll just follow you every time. Yep, you'll down become, the down the down the stretch. So you'll become hacker Denny. Wizards pick is in. Yeah, it's been in for about ten minutes now. They they're just talk. Want to hear themselves talk here about the Knicks? Yep, it's Avdia, which is an, another player that has dropped in many projections. He, he was slated to be a top five pick, but has dropped all the way down to nine. The steal of the draft is they're calling this pick. Well, it goes to show uh, how different a lot of GM's draft boards actually were. Well, I think it comes down to who gets, you know, who's left before him. You know, he probably would have went earlier if some of the other picks earlier had fallen the way they, you know, were more projected to. But but some some teams like some players kind of throw the whole thing off. I think GM's draft boards have a lot to do with the fit with the team. He's fluent in basketball. Yeah, it's funny that that, that trade hasn't been mentioned yet. It probably won't even get mentioned until we get down to the 17th pick because they like doing all these sappy stories on ESPN instead of keeping us informed about actual – NBA news. We'll remember this. Don't show Chris Sappy and NBA news ever. Just give him the good juicy stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, they're showing us like, you know, these people, these people's history and stuff, and their families, and I, who cares? People in the opposite of you. <laughs> I mean, how many women are watching the draft tonight? I don't know. They're the ones that like to watch the little sap stories. A source confirmed that the, the, the Rubio return. You should check the Rubio Twitter page. Well, the Suns, I believe, are on the clock next. They had just traded for Chris Paul this week and have Devin Booker. So this is probably not a spot where we might see Tyrese Halliburton go. But who are you liking here on uh, for the Suns? I feel like um, it's a tricky pick. Obviously, lower in the draft, uh, a lot more players. But 
I, I don't know if they'd want someone like Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith is the uh, big man out of Maryland, correct? Yep. Yep, I've heard a lot of good things about him lately. He, he has great mechanics. He's a big man who can space the floor. I think that's what... I think that's the kind of four you want with around Aiden. But he can also help out with the boards because he has a 72 wingspan. And that defense can really just be intimidating in the paint. Both of them there. What about, what about Precious Achiwu? Achiwa. Guy's got the best name in the draft. Precious Achiwa. Yeah, that's who I'm going with. That's who Phoenix is taking. The only thing about him that really concerns me is are his free throw numbers. Achiwa? Yep. But Jalen Smith at 10. That's who you like? Yep. Was Halliburton becoming uh, one one of the steals that could be of the draft now? Since he's fallen so low? I'm sorry, what was that? Is Halliburton becoming one of the steals of the draft now that he's fallen so low? Well, of course, I still think uh, he has potential. And if he can be a great basketball player, then I guess he will be considered a steal. Yeah, you mean we don't know the steals of the draft for years? Well, with our luck, watch the Thunder select him at 17. The, the, the one thing that can never happen, though, is that Anthony Edwards can never be the steal of the draft, even if he becomes a superstar. <laughs> because he was first. He should become a superstar, right? Yep. Well, now that draft night's happening, uh, a lot of our draft, well, all of our draft predictions are going to come off the board, so... Stay tuned for Write That Down this week. It should be a big one. I think, I think I've got one coming off in the positive. And one coming off in the negative. <laughs> yep. I believe that we all have a couple positive and a couple negative picks that have to do with the NBA draft that is happening right now. Or Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Yep. Was that your call, Arnov? Yep. Yep, nice. He, he, he's pretty good. I think he can be a full-time starter. Yep, going to the Suns. Him and Aiton could be scary down low. Definitely got a good basketball name. He does have issues, though. Just I'd say just like any other prospect. And, of course, as a... Big man, agility, and just pick-and-roll defense needs improvement. But hopefully he can just work with Aiden, and they can figure that. So so what's the Suns starting five here? We have Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Who are they playing at the three? Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail Bridges. And... Probably Jalen Smith and DeAndre Aiden. Pretty scary. You think he'll start right away? I don't think that he'll start right away. 
I'm but, just but, talking but about you, a potential future. But you, but you still do have a lot. Of, I know they have a lot of good uh, big men on their roster, including Dario Saric, Aaron Baines, Cam Johnson, and now uh, Jalen Smith. So they have a good young roster that could be uh, scary in the West for years to come. But with think? that, but with that Chris Paul trade, it definitely did make them make their championship window open right now. Since Chris Paul is 37 years old, I believe. So on the clock right now is the San Antonio Spurs. Arnav, let's make it. Let's make it like six in a row for you here. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It hasn't come out on Twitter yet. <laughs> is that how you guys are doing this? I don't know. Is it Simon? That's, that's not how I'm doing it. Huh. I'm going Tyrese Halliburton. I think Halliburton. I think Halliburton is a. Uh, uh, is definitely in play here for San Antonio since their backcourt right now is DeJounte Murray and Derek White, I believe. So I think Halliburton could be a Popovich-type player here. He's a perfect Popovich point guard. Is that what they <laughs> just said? Yeah, that's what they just said. Wow. <laughs> Stealing my thunder. They're I'm saying he's call. a young Jason kid. He's one of the more ready players in this draft. Yeah, I definitely think that Halliburton might go here. But that's not seeing anything. I think I'm going to go Devin Vassell. No, yeah, let's see what the Spurs do here. I mean, they're they're they're, they're pretty smart. Zero seconds left on the pick here, so we're within 20 minutes of hearing who the pick is. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if they have any more sap stories to play, so maybe we can just go straight to the pick. These guys are pimping like it's either going to be Halliburton or Vassell. And, and given that Arna, I've already said that Vassell is probably Vassell because he's yes, on fire. It's, it's going to be Vassell. Like, I'm sorry. Am I like five? Five for five right now. It's going to be Vassell after you saw, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Crisscross. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, all the questions you've asked me have been before. The San Antonio Spurs. I'm going to agree with you that it's going to be Devin Vassell. Yeah, (laughs) it is. I I am too, actually. I'm going to agree because... Because we are just geniuses here. Well, Arnav, what do you like about Vassell? Vassell, um, 42% from three. I think that stands out. But I also think he has the potential to not only be just a good spot-up shooter, but also finish at the rim and just have some crafty layups. But he's also a great on-ball defender, and he he can pass the ball, you know. But he can't be a primary ball handler. But he's he's fine. Which I don't think the Spurs will ask him to be right away, mm-hmm. since they have uh, Dejounte, Dejounte Murray and DeRozan as of now. Yep. And Halliburton continues to fall. 
I think this is Halliburton's pick, though. Oh, I guarantee it is. In Sacramento, for sure. Write that down. Yep. What do you like about Halliburton? I think they can shoot. He, I, I feel like... I, I mean, I said what I said. A lot, a lot he, of he, he can handle the ball. He... He he's a, a good outside shooter and uh, and he can play defense. I mean, if, if that can translate to the NBA, what else do you need in a point guard? Someone who can facilitate the ball. Well, then then they can then he can be you know a, a one two. You know, I mean, and the NBA is flexible these days. If he can't facilitate, somebody else can. I don't know if he can or he can't. I really don't, but. Do you know if he's a better spot-up shooter or if he's good off off the dribble too? Um, I, th- I think he's much – I think he's significantly better as a spot-up shooter in terms of his percentages. And um, a lot of that comes from just not, not being, like, usually quicker than other defenders or just having an explosive first step. But he does have, he's very shifty and he has very subtle gear changes and he uses that to just create room. So definitely potential there. But but unfortunately for him, he's going to have to do it in Sacramento. Sacramento can be upcoming though. They have a good, nice young core. That's true. If, if the Wolves can up and come, Sacramento can be up and coming too. Terry Salverton, done deal. Yep. <clears throat> Which he, gets to, we'll he, see. he gets to go get 15% of his income stolen by California. Well, we'll see uh, how he meshes with uh, Darren Fox and Buddy Heald over in Sacramento. How do you think that that will fit uh, together on off? Sorry, what was that? How do you think that Tyrese Halliburton will fit with De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald? Um, Kings team. I'm not taking Buddy Heald off the trading block yet. Is how I'd like to answer that question. Do you think that this ramps up his trade talks even more? You think uh, Jared Culver in the 23 and the 28 for Buddy Heald? I think that's... Again, a good deal for Minnesota, and they should take it if they can do it. I would definitely try to trade for Buddy Heald because I feel like that you can get him on the low right now. But you're going to have to pay him on the high. Um, I think that he... He just signed, I think. Yeah, didn't, didn't he, he just sign a contract? Yeah, like a huge one. Like, I think it was four years, 80 mil, right? What was that? That sounds huge to me. Yeah, it's 20 million, or it's, that's not 20 million, is it? Yeah, you can't that's, have too many guys like that on your team. I think Buddy's been making like 20. Oh, four-year, 94 million. Yeah, 24 million a year. Yep, 24 million a year. Well, what would you say we're enter- we're entering kind of the third tier of the draft here? Yeah, I'd probably agree with you that we're basically overall the second-tier picks, actually. 
New well, New Orleans here, the compliment to Zion. You think that I think that they're gonna take a guard, try to get try to build see, up their backcourt after trading Drew Holiday. If Memphis could have got Halliburton, I think they would have been interesting for long term potential. But are we thinking? What are we thinking here? Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with uh, the best name, Precious. Oh. <laughs> Also still on the board is um, Tyrese Maxey, who yeah. I really like out of Kentucky. I, I think he's going. You think I it's Maxey? Yep, I think the Falcons are picking Maxey. Do you think or do you know? Huh. I think. Well, if Tyrell Maxey drops, drops I, down. Tyrese Maxey. What about Kyrus, this Kira Lewis dude? Uh, I, I like, say next. He's probably the next best guard, according to Jay Billis. Yeah, I like Maxi too much. I think that his work ethic is opposite of what Edwards peer, appears to be, at least. And I think that he'd make a really solid NBA player for years to come. And don't discount those Kentucky Wildcat guys. Oh. I think John Calipari has done a great job making those players NBA ready right away. As we saw, um, Tyler Hero, one of the best players for that Heat team in the playoffs last season, dropped all the way down to the number 13th pick, I believe. And a lot of people doubted him coming into the NBA, and now a lot of GMs are hitting their foreheads in how did we miss that? Pelicans pick is in. But I think whatever the Pelicans do here, it's going to be a guard, whether it's Maxi or Kira Lewis Jr. I think it's going to be him. Yeah. Because I just saw Woj just said it's probably going to be him. <laughs> Kyra Lewis Jr. Well, Anna, what do you like about Kyra Lewis Jr., the newly point, uh, selected point guard for the New Orleans Pelicans? You think he'll be a good fit next to Zion? Kyra Lewis, I think he has extreme potential on the defensive end, which was evident since he averaged almost two steals a game. I think he's really fast. It's a great handle. So, are you? Would you compare him to maybe like a deer and fox type player? Fast um, and good on the defensive end. I, right. A closer comparison would probably be like Darius Garland, but right. better on defense. Wow, they really compare players from the pre from a year previous already, huh? huh. So, I don't know if your Boston Celtics are on the clock at number fourteen here. Who are you liking if you're a Celtics fan? I, well, again, Boston doesn't specifically need a, a position apart from, I'd say, the center spot. I'm not entirely sure who they're going to pick. This is your team, Arnava, the Celtics. Yeah, we'll I'm, see. We'll see. I, if, I don't have any insider information. We'll see it. We'll see if Bill Simmons talked to 
the Celtics front office about uh, Tyrell Terry. Tyrell Terry. Yeah. Bill Simmons, a Tyrell Terry fan. He's a huge Tyrell Terry fan. I think well, he's his agent. S- sources say they'll be selecting Aaron Nesmith. Oh. What do you think of that, Arnoff? If that's true, Sharm yeah. Shania is reporting. Sham Sharnia, I mean. Out of the <laughs> sophomore out of Vanderbilt. Yep, small forward out of Vanderbilt. Yep, I, I think it's a good pick just because um, he, he has a good shooting stroke, just good fundamentals. I think he shot like 52% from three. And teams well, can always 50- use just great shooters. 52% from three is nice. Oh, and he averaged 23 points. He shoots 52% from three? Mm-hmm. That that must be a small sample size. That's uh, on a hundred and fifteen attempts. Who shoots fifty two percent from three? Why didn't he go first overall? All right, here's here's why he didn't go first overall. He struggles finishing at the rim. He is shaky as a ball handler. He can make basic passes, but he has trouble finding open shooters, and he's not a great. Great on-ball defense. Well, shaky handling the ball in the NBA is probably not a good thing. So maybe a catch-and-shoot guy. The Celtic, the Celtics war room doesn't look too – they aren't fist-bumping and everything like the Timberwolves one was. So let's see what's happening here. Danny Ainge looks super old with a mask on. I hope Precious can drop to the Wolves. Oh, Jay Billis is throwing a two-rows name out here for Celtics. Yep, there's the Aaron Neeson – Neesmith pick that we were expecting. So we will see how he fits. about this next pick. I think, do you think that he could be a replacement to what they want uh, Gordon Hayward to be? Hmm. Or do you think that they're two different players? Huh. It's a a middle first round pick. I think they're just hoping he can make the team. Yeah, it's an interesting point, but I think the Celtics just primarily drafted him because he's a good shooter and can space the floor for other action that we want to run. You know, I wonder if we'll get that that uh, that uh, uh, trade announced here because the Timberwolves up in two picks. Well, I think that you know, so either the, way, the Timberwolves will make a pick, but they but yeah, either way they'll have to make the pick for them since the trades aren't approved for days or technically. So who do you think the Timberwolves will take at seventeen? <laughs> Iroh Terry. Wouldn't that be something? Well, I think that I'm thinking I'm thinking they might take Precious or Churu. Yeah. And then right. trade him. And then I'll be sad. I'm hoping Maxi falls to twenty five. Oh, hey. I'd be for that. Well what it would you think uh they'll draft Trey Jones at thirty three? I think that if they're gonna draft him, that's where it would be. Or twenty eight. They'll probably take him at 28 just to give him some extra money just because they love the Joneses. I think they just announced the trade. I mean, what does that mean, announced it? Oh. The Minnesota and Oklahoma City. Do you think – I don't think Rubio knows he's been traded again yet. What is that? I don't know. I just, I just have a feeling. Well, he's about to find out because it's on Twitter. <laughs> Kevin Love, welcome Isaac Okoro. Let's check Rick, Ricky Rubio's Twitter here. Minnesota, oh, yeah. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski just tweeted it. 
that that pick the, the 25th and the, they got the 25th and the 28th picks. Yep. For Ricky Rubio. 28. No, that's what they got. And Ricky Rubio. Never, never too high, never too low. Oh, I, it, it's, it's so exciting that the Timberwolves are going to have Ricky Rubio back. For some Timberwolves fans, yes. Well, I always sort of felt lost since they traded him. So the Magic are on the clock next. You thinking they'll take a guard here or not? The Timberwolves are going to have the first pick of the draft, or the first trade of the draft, which is amazing at 17. There must be some drafts. There are some trades yet to be announced. About what? I said the first the first trade of the draft pick wise is going to happen with the Timberwolves here at 17. I mean, I, you tell me there's been no other trades? Well, I mean, besides that 16th pick to the Pistons from Houston. But that was announced before. Well, I guess that counts, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that <clears throat> we were expecting more trades coming into this, and we're not really seeing the ones that we all expected to happen. Yeah. It's funny, we expected the Timberwolves to move down, up from 17 and down from one. one. And they moved, they kept one and moved down from 17. I think selecting Edwards. But I do think they made their team better. I think selecting Edwards means that they won't trade the pick. Yeah. And I don't think that unless the Warriors get a rich return that they'll trade Wiseman either. I don't think so either. Because, you know, what What are they next year now? They don't have Clay Thompson, so they got to look to the future. Well, they, the pick's in here. They're, they're, they're going for it. Cole Anthony, point right, guard. So it was a guard. That's interesting. Spike Lee is with Cole Anthony in his house. Actually? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's dancing around with him. But Greg Anthony was a New York Nick, his father, so must be friends with Spike Lee and hence the connection. Now Precious, Achiwu is the top pick on the board. We could have had him. Could have had him. Somehow they're making five minutes. Why, why don't they just give them ten minutes if they're going to make it ten minutes between every pick? But then it would be 15, the way they do it. So, hey. So, I know who are your favorite players still left in this draft that are still on the board right now? I'd probably say RJ Hampton, Jaden McDaniels, Josh Green, Nico Mannion. Isaiah Stewart. Never even heard of him. Arnoff, you got anything? Minnesota Timberwolves are on the clock. But not yep. really. So Portland just took Isaiah Stewart. Arnold, what do you have to say about that pick? I think it's a great pick. Isaiah Stewart, obviously out of Washington, two blocks a game. I think he has potential to be an elite room protector. He's pretty big, 250 pounds, seven foot four wingspan. Hoping he can develop into a great big man. Yep. Um. You think that he'll be a good fit next to Dame and CJ up in Portland? Um, 
even though his shooting mechanics have been inconsistent, he does he does shoot a high field goal percentage, which I think is good for any big men around scorers such as CJ and Dame. So what are some other names that you like here that are still on the board? Precious. Achiwa. Firstly, I'd like to mention RJ Hampton out of New Zealand. Hmm. I think he's a great pick. His free throw percentage is questionable. He is shooting only 68%, but I'm hoping he can improve. He's a good finisher at the rim. He has solid fundamentals. He can play off the ball. He has playmaking potential as well. And he can be a good team defender. But what you- apart from him, I'd say Josh Green is another name. Yep, I saw uh, RJ, RJ Hampton was one of the top picks coming into the draft last year. But his time in New Zealand, I felt like, made his draft stock go lower, uh, along with his inconsistent footwork and his jump shot. What do you got on Alexei Pokashevsky, who the Wolves just drafted? Serbia. Alexej Pokusevsky? Yeah. Serbia. He's seven footer. I, I think he can be a good shot blocker. He averaged like 1.7 blocks. He has good footwork, I'd say. And hopefully he can be one of the better passing big men in the league. A Jokic like player, you're saying? Yep. I think his wingspan definitely helps with that, and he can just see over defenders. His frame, however, is uh, a concern, and not many players with that kind of build really do well in the league. He's like, he's seven feet tall, 200 pounds. He's lanky. That's lanky. But breaking news coming in. We have another trade that we were talking about. Um, Haven't had a lot of, but the Nets have just traded their 19th pick, the Clippers for Landry Shaman. And the 19th pick is uh, being traded by the Clippers to the Pistons for Luke Kennard. So the net the Nets go trade that 19th pick to the Clippers, and then the Clippers send it to Detroit for Luke Kennard. So Luke Kennard leaves uh, Detroit. What do you think about that, Arno? I think all hope is lost for Detroit. Their lone savior, Luke Kennard, is now gone. And they're left with old D Rose and injury prone Blake Griffin. And the nineteenth pick in the draft. They're they're called it's called starting over. You know, I gotta say, ESPN's draft coverage for the NBA, it was pretty good and for the NFL. It's terrible. I mean they get these trades and they're like the trades have been announced even with big name players. And they're like, well, I think this pick might be on the move, maybe. Uh, and then they don't say anything beyond that, except for, oh, okay, so he's got a lot of first-round picks. You know, they don't even put it together. You know, they, it's terrible. It's terrible. So we're seeing uh, Ty- Tyrese Maxey's name fall even further, which is – It's only going to get 10 more, 10 more down, and you can take them for the Wolves, though. Yep, it's a name that I would really like the Wolves to see. To see the Wolves draft. But him and Precious are the top two guys on Jay Billis's best available. 
Stephen Ash, boring. I don't want to see him. See, at least on the on the NBA, they 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 like talk about the 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 trades in the NBA channel. It's funny why the NBA channel can't actually show the draft picks getting announced. Anybody else you still really like? Besides I, Terry Smaxy? I, I mean, you gotta like Trey Jones and uh, and that dude from Hopkins, Najee. Zeke Najee. He's yeah. a really good three-point shooter. Yeah. And, and Oturu, I mean, I don't know. I'd take him. Give him a chance. Let him play in the G League or something. Is that what you're looking for in a first-round pick, though? Someone to play in the G League? Yeah. yeah. You know, when you get to the end of the first round, I mean, I think that's a extreme possibility for any of them. I mean, there isn't really that many. I mean, I mean, like you look at like a Jimmy Butler was late in the first round, but how often does that happen that you get a really good player late in the first round? Well, I'd say each draft is obviously different, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure the stats on that would probably be amusing to see how often we actually get a good pick after the first round. I mean, I'm not after the first round. You know, it, it's I would say in the twenties in the first round, the late twenties and thirties in the first round. What what pick was Jokic? He was in the Jokic second was round. In the second round. Yeah. I believe the 42nd pick or something like yeah. that. So you get some decent in the second round, but the end of the first round, usually pretty bad. So we just saw Josh Green get selected by the Dallas Mavericks. Arnoff, how do you like that fit with Green going to Dallas aside? Uh, Luca and Kristaps Porzingis in a team that we just saw. Get eliminated by the Clippers in the first round of the playoffs last year. I think uh, Josh Green is a great fit out of Arizona. I think he's a 3 and D wing guard, which is perfect to pair alongside someone like Luca. And I think he can complement Kristaps well with just spacing the floor and moving to his spots and being a good spot-up shooter his intensity on and off the ball playing defense is encouraging. His field goal percentage will hopefully rise over 50, but he shot around 45% at Arizona. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Okay. Is there a trade we don't know about with Brooklyn Nets and Detroit Pistons? Because yep, this was Brooke- the trade that I just said. Oh, Okay. Because I, Brooke, it says Brooklyn Nets just drafted Sadiq Bay, and he threw and he pulled on a Detroit Pistons hat. So I was trying yep. to. Pistons acquire that pick through trading Luke Kennard to the Clippers after the Clippers traded Landry Shamit to the Nets for the 19th pick. That, that just goes to tell you how bad ESPN's coverage is. Because it. Okay, they, they did finally put up there was a proposed trade, but but that was the first you heard of it, even after they watched the guy celebrate and pull on a Detroit Pistons hat and no one says anything. And they still haven't showed 
showed that the Timberwolf thing is a proposed trade. Is that, is that up, what do you have about Sadiq Bay, who is now the new Detroit Pistons? The sophomore out of Villanova. I think, again, very similar to Josh Green. He also has potential to be a 3 and D wing. Primarily, he can. I like him because he can make an impact even if he's having an off night on the offensive end. Even if he's not particularly shooting the ball well, he doesn't like. He doesn't let that bog him down. Still shows effort and tremendous hustle on both ends of the floor. He's attentive, a smart decision maker, and he can handle the ball pretty well for your prime, uh, your secondary ball handler, and just someone who can pass his way out of difficult situations or when there's a trap coming or when there there are open shooters available. Yep, and you think the fit in, well, I guess there's not really a fit to put him in Detroit, but you think that he could be a building block for that team in the future? Well, of course, with Detroit, the situation is kind of tough, and they probably have the shakiest starting five and the shakiest fan base in the whole league. So I'm not I'm not really sure what we should expect from them. Yep. So looking back on the draft so far, how are you feeling, Chris, as a Timberwolf fan? I'm happy they got Ricky Rubio back. Are you more happy they got Rubio than they got Edwards? No. I mean I'm excited for Anthony Edwards. You know, but you never know with a draft pick, especially, and it doesn't sound like it's not like we got Zion. So let's wait and see. But I, he, I like his, I like his body. He looks tough. Um, I like, I, you know, I hope, hope, hope reigns there. I hope, I hope he, I hope he turns out great. So, but I think they improved their team by getting, by getting Ricky Rubio back. I, I think Rubio is going to be a. a a good point guard for him off the bench. Yeah, I mean, they short. got they got a real NBA player. They had no depth. Yeah. They had you know they had nothing on the bench. It definitely and, goes to uh, help their depth at the point guard position, and in their team overall. I think a, a player like Rubio is a good addition for any team that's trying to win. So, and I like Ricky's new look, you know, that'll help the Wolves too. Yep. For this next pick by the Heat, I'm hearing uh, Precious Achiwu. Oh, man. Now the Heat might be my favorite team. (laughs) Yep. They got both Jimmy Butler and now Precious Achiwa. Arnav, how do you like that fit in Miami for Achiwa? I think it's a great place for Achiwa to start, especially with Bam Adebayo as a sort of a mentor for him. Achiwa, of course, with a 72 wingspan, has the potential to be a beast defensively. And he showed that by averaging two blocks. I think he's only going to get better at defense uh, under Bam Adebayo. 
my comparison for him would probably be uh, a taller Montrezl Harrell, which, believe it or not, sounds like a pretty good player. Yep. I think that uh, Montrezl Harrell has really shown his worth in the NBA. And him being hurt in the bubble, I felt like really hurt that Clippers team. Hey, I, I, that precious guy, he was just on TV and he was wearing like a coming to America hat, you know, a little look like Princess of Munda. And then he put, took it off and put on a Miami Heat hat, but I like him even more now. Chris's favorite player in the draft. Wait, did you see his hat? I did. Very cool. Well, enough. if you are a GM picking in the top five of this draft who who are uh what team what gm do you think is feeling the best right now with their pick i think the charlotte hornets with lamello ball at number three i think the new york knicks with Obi top and at number eight he did fall so i think that that's a good pick by New York. Or Tyrese Halliburton at number 12. Yep, both both were not in the top five, but both could I mean, have been top Jay five. Jay Billis picks. had Tyrese Halliburton as his number four overall pick. Not that he's got or anything, but, you know. If there's any year for there to be just great players in that five to ten range, it, it could be this year. I couldn't agree with you more. We should just wait and see. But also, if there's any year that no player is a star, it could be this year. I would also agree <laughs> with that. Yeah. <laughs> and we could very well look back at this draft and just see that it was the worst draft in NBA history. And we'll say Daniel Oturu is the only guy left in the NBA from that whole draft. That, that would be hilarious. Trey Jones is now a number five on Jay Billis's best available. I think the Tim Ross will consider him at, what do they have, 25 and 28? Yep, 25 and 28. I, I do think that they might take Trey Jones. This is also uh, Tyrell Terry. Uh, yeah, but I, I just have a feeling they, they like Trey Jones more. But Tyler Rell Terry would be a, a, a good value at 25, I think. Yep, I would probably agree, Tyler Terry. Definitely who they should pick if he's still available. And I would not be mad about Zeke Naji either. You, 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 I mean, just step back, I mean, from all the draft analysis. Why Tyrell Terry, though, over Trey Jones? Well, He's a very smart. Uh, he's a very smart guy, which we know because he got into Stanford. That's one reason. Also, didn't, didn't Aaron Rodgers go to Stanford? Was he Stanford? No, Aaron Rodgers went oh, okay. to Cal. Oh, okay. But um, I know that he's also a good three-point shooter, and he's also a very uh, good ball handler and facilitator. Just a good point guard overall. 
What about Uduko Uzbuiki? Who is that? I don't know. He's the guy that's listed right before Trey Jones. But Trey Jones is supposed supposedly lockdown defense. Right out of Apple Valley. Yeah, we did see uh him on that Duke team his freshman year when he when he did not play. With uh that team did not look the same and is one of the big reasons why they did not go it all the way in the final four tournament. Trey? It was because of his injury that he sustained. Oh, yeah. I'd say write that down. Timberwolves will take Trey Jones with one of their picks, unless he goes before that. I already wrote that down. You did write that down? Well, then then uh, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. It's all falling into place. Unless uh, someone surprises here in the next few picks. But I think Trey Jones is head for the Timberwolves. And just the fact that from his freshman year to his sophomore year, he increased his three-point percentage from 26 to 36. I think that speaks volume to his room for improvement and how quickly he can improve. And he's a very tenacious defender. And fight over those screens. Hall of Fame pick Dodger, baby. Let's see the Sixers pick here. Aronoff, this is your team. It's going to be, you're right. It, it's Maxi for sure. It is, yeah. Which the past couple of years, the 76ers have taken guys that I really like going into the draft in, uh, in Matisse Thibel. I really like him. I really liked him coming out of Washington, and he has proved he has proven to be one of the better defenders in the league, his rookie season. And he could shoot the ball, uh, when he when needed to be. And he's a great vlogger. Yes, he's a great vlogger. <laughs> his bubble vlogs were pretty good. Very interesting. Did you guys uh read any of these any of these uh? potential uh, James Harden trades to Philadelphia with Minnesota involved? I did not. But would you like to uh, say them? No. Well, let me see. If they, let me just see if uh, any of them seem to make sense here as realistic things that could happen. I'll report back to you in a moment. All right, perfect. You know, I, I, I'll report, my report back is that I don't think there's really anything to this. I mean, they were just, it was just speculation that because of Rosas and uh, Maury's working together and the all the trades, all the draft capital the the wolves have and they're not being afraid to mix it up that they would be a good facilitator for this trade to help make it happen but but there's nothing really specific here all right well that's good to know well tyrell maxi just went to the 76ers and now we are waiting for the denver nuggets
who had just come off that season going to the Western Conference Finals and losing to the Los Angeles Lakers. The Wood, who are you thinking for the Nuggets here or not? Um, I'm thinking Jaden McDaniels, freshman out of Washington. Um, even though his freshman year was underwhelming, uh, underwhelming, I think he has all the attributes and just the size, the ability and the versatility to be a good player in the NBA. I think his ability to hit threes off handoffs is going to be extremely productive in the league. And we've seen players like Duncan Robinson just orgs teams with that uh, with that handoff play. Yep, all good points, all good points. What do you think of uh, Philadelphia hiring uh, Doc Rivers, Arnoff? Um. I'd say that's a very interesting question. Uh, Doc Rivers, of course, he's a great coach. Couldn't get it done with the Clippers. I'm not sure where that came from and how much of that was Doc's fault. But I'm, as a Sixers fan, I'm, I'm kind of happy about it. You know, hopefully Doc Rivers can pro- provide the leadership needed and just give some sense, knock some sense into Embiid and Simmons, and just figure out their chemistry. Well, I think that he's a better option than Brett Brown anyway. So anything, anything but Brett Brown is an upgrade, I think, in that scenario. But uh, sound like Zeke Naji to Denver right here at 22 mm. would be the first Minnesota uh, off the off the board. I don't know what do you like about Zeke Naji, freshman out of Arizona. Again, six foot nine uh, or six foot eleven, seven one wingspan. I think he can be a great finisher at the rim. He's explosive. Two hundred forty pounds, finished with power. He, he uses pump fakes pretty well, I'd say, for a 20-year-old. So definitely potential there. I, um, I think. But he hit 44% of his jump shots out of 17 feet, and I think that's a good sign. His free throw percentage is steadily climbing. I also think that's a good sign since it can just indicate that the players – player can improve as a shooter. Yep. I think that a couple knocks on him uh, are his defense and his rim rim protection and his ability to pass the ball and read the floor as he's uh, dribbling the ball up. But I don't think that the Nuggets will ask him to have to be their primary ball handler and need to pass the ball as much. He might just be put out there to knock down three-pointers and be a steady uh, three-point shooter for years to come in the league. 
Chris, what do you like about Zeke Naji? No, like I don't. Zeke? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a ton about him. I mean, I'm I'm interested to learn. I know. I know he's from Minnesota. I know he went was at Hopkins and and uh, left to go to Arizona. And I know he did, was quite successful there. So I think it's interesting. It'd be interesting to see him play in the NBA. All right, we're two picks before the Wolves make their second pick in the draft. Um, Arnav, who do you think that the Wolves would like to target here? At 25. I think Trey Jones would be a great pick right here. Him or Tyrell Terry. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind either one. You think he gets past the New York Knicks here? That 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 is to be seen. Because he's a Tibbs defense first uh, point guard. That's a very valid point. Also, I feel like the Wolves might go big with this pick and maybe take Daniel Oturu. Out of Minnesota. Yes, possibly. We get a run on Minnesota players here. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Trey Jones go here number 23 to the Knicks. I would not either, especially him being a, uh, a defensive point guard, which is exactly what Tibbs like. Or, or do you think the other speculation, and this is not a, a thing where they say, that the pick is in, it's R.J. Hampton, but is R.J. Hampton still available? Nope. Okay, I was going to say. I believe that when I take it back, I do not Tyrell Terry. I think maybe you see Tyrell Terry go this pick. I take it back. I guess R.J. Hampton did not go yet. Okay. Well, I think you could – some people are pulling for him. It's not a thing where they say he's picked, but but uh, that's kind of the – Yep, but I think that we said – we talked about him earlier. Is this a trade here? Did this – oh, this is for the how they got the 23rd pick. Leandro Balmaro? I think he's he's gonna be the next pick. Yeah, that's 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 the consensus now. I see. What do you like about uh, him for the Knicks? Well, the Knicks could definitely use a lot right now, but he can make every pass. He sees passing lanes, which also lets him. Blocks those passing lanes. Problems with him would be his three-point shooting percentage. He only shot 28%. While he also averaged only eight points. So hopefully he can be a better shot creator in the league and improve that facet of his game. But he's an alert and high-effort team defender. And I, I think he, he could be a good player for their system. Right. I see they say he has a high motor and good court vision to use the cliche basketball words. One, two more picks to the Wolves. Yep. The, the more I think about it, though, I don't think that the Wolves will try and take a point guard or a guard here. Just because they traded for Ricky Rubio? Yeah. And that 
Um, they already have Malik Beasley. Oh, 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 and oh, oh. Russell. The Knicks, the, the Timberwolves traded for Leonardo Bolsonaro. This what? is the Wolves pick. Uh, what is that trade? The Knicks are trading Leandro Balomero to Minnesota for picks 25 and 33. Well, how do you like that trade, Chris? Uh, you know, Leandro hey, Balomero. Foreigners are always kind of interesting. What the heck, Argentina? Play with, talk with Ricky in Spanish. Yep, I think the biggest knocks on him are his jump shot. He shot 28% from three and only 66% from the free throw line in three professional seasons. So that's always alarming if in the NBA today. But as Arnov did say, he uh, is a very high effort defender and uh, can rotate well in the defensive end. They're, they're calling him the Argentinian Ricky Rubio. Well, that's kind of hard to... I'm just, I just made that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, they're not, they're not really the same player. We're going... They, they, since they didn't take LaMelo, I guess they got a, the, another guy with a... Which maybe they'll take a what, Turu what? at 28th, though, maybe. huh? Yeah, maybe. I think that this might close any... Trey I think Jones. The Bucks are gonna take Trey Jones here. Yeah. Oh, R.J. Hampton. Which he fell away, considering where he was projected to go last year. During the uh, during this time, actually, now that we're in November. Why did Why did Minnesota? Did they think number who? Are, did they think the Bucks were gonna take Leandro, or what's the deal? Why did we have to trade to twenty three to get him? They must have thought. Oh, this pick actually goes to the Pelicans in that uh, Drew Holiday trade. Which one does? Pick 24. Oh, this Milwaukee pick. Yep. So they maybe they thought the Pelicans were going to take Leandro. Hey, Leandro has the second best name after Precious. So I'm kind of happy with this. <laughs> well, we do have a Clay Thompson update also. I mean, Anthony Edwards is a very boring name, but we got Leandro. The fear is that Clay Thompson suffered a torn Achilles today. Ooh. <laughs> Clay's looks like he'll be out another whole year. That's what they said, yeah. That is tough if you're a Warriors fan. Hey, I, I, I you know, you get Anthony Edwards and Ricky Rubio and... Some guy with an interesting name from Argentina. That's a good night. Yep. I think that it's Now now all you need to do is top it off with Trey Jones or Daniel Oturu. And then you got like a really Minnesota draft. This is is the Timberwolves, right? Nope, they just traded it. They just traded it to the Knicks for that 23 pick. Oh, yeah, this is the Knicks pick. Yep, so. If he doesn't even know a hat to put on, they're all, like, looking like, what hat? But uh, I think that this was a Oh, they just that... put the Thunder hat on, and then, then it's wrong. It's so screwed up. The NBA's just got to let 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 the freaking, like, if a thing gets traded, it turns into that team, you know? what What is this? Ridiculous. 
the league needs to give time to approve each trade, though. Yeah, but which, which we've seen trades in the past. We've seen trades in the past not happen due to yeah commissioners and the, other reasons. And we actually know, just saw should, the Milwaukee Bucks sign and trade with Adonovich just fall apart today. Yeah, but 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 it shouldn't be from uh, the commissioner shouldn't be able to cancel trades. I think that from a Timberwolves perspective, that this is kind of what they were expecting tonight to a sense with the Edwards pick at least. But I think that a lot of people are kind of sad they didn't pull off a trade to make their team better immediately. And I think that there's a lot of risk that is going into drafting Anthony Edwards. But I think at the same time that there's a lot of risk drafting anyone really top three this year. There's a lot of risk drafting anyone any year. I think that this part of the draft is where you have to select uh, those work ethic type players. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> and hopefully they need, they're going to need to work hard to, to make it in the NBA. Yeah, and hope that you can mold them into becoming a star at the best, but even just a role player that you can plug into a championship team and sustain the chemistry in your lineup for years to come. So number 26 for the Boston Celtics, I believe. I think that I'm hearing Peyton Pritchard, who is a guard is a guard out of Oregon, senior. He is a very good three-point shooter. He averaged 20 points for that uh, Oregon team, and he shot 41% from deep. Also, he's a good ball handler and can run the pick and, pick and roll really well. But he is undersized, and he did force a lot of those shots in college because he was put in the role to basically do everything for that Oregon team. But I think that his three-point shooting really gives him a lot of value, especially for uh, that Boston Celtics team, who, well, basically for anyone now in the league, you really can't lack three-point shooting if you want to be good. Did the Timberwolves get a, another second-round pick in that deal, too? In what deal? For the twenty-third pick? Yeah. No. But they don't. So they don't have a second-round pick tonight. Correct. Unless they orchestrate a trade for one. So now this Utah pick is this is Minnesota? Nope. They're at the Laker pick twenty-eight. Okay. Which I believe that the Thunder acquired in that um, Dennis Schroeder deal. And sent Schroeder to the Lakers. But uh, Pritchard was also the Pac-12 player of the year last year for Oregon. So he think uh, he makes it in the NBA? I could definitely see him being a player that um, you can rely on off the bench to come in and be able to knock down shots for you. Like maybe uh, J.J. Redick to a lesser extent, though. They say that uh, that Utah's... Uh... Utah's targeting uh, 
this that uh I don't know the guy Uduko Uzabuiki at this pick. So that should leave uh, a bevy of Minnesotans for the Timberwolves to pick. Yep, Azubuke, um, junior out of Kansas. He's got, a, he's, he's got a seven foot seven inch wingspan, which is crazy. And yeah. maybe Utah's looking for a replacement for um, one Rudy Gobert, mm-hmm. who is seeking a lot of money now, I believe. And I don't think that we're sure that Utah is willing to give him all that money that he wants. So maybe they are trying to hope that um, Azubuke can transition into the role that Rudy Gobert was filling for them. Yeah, I mean, he looks, he, he's, he's a physical presence, seeing the videos there. I mean, he's, he can make some, he can block some shots. He's tall. Yep, tall, but long, his, uh, as they his, say. Uh, his free throw shooting is really bad, 42% in four seasons, and he can't really pass the ball. But there's two title, there's two, there's two power forwards that are at the top of Jay Billis's uh list right now, and that might be an interesting position for the Timberwolves to draft Jaden McDaniels and Tyler Bay. Do you know anything about either of them? Uh, yep, I, I believe that Arnov really liked J- Jaden McDaniels. Okay, he's he's right um, there, and uh, I could see the Timberwolves having a, a need at power forward. I yep. could also see him having a needed center, so he is for depth. McDaniels, he's a really good uh spot up shooter, as Arnov said earlier. And I believe that Arnov compared him to uh uh Duncan Robinson with the ability to hit the handoff threes, which we saw the Heat incorporate into their offense very well in that uh finals run that they had last year. Okay. So kind of like, interesting. I'd also like him if I was a Timberwolves fan. Kind of interesting that uh, ESPN is kind of pimping this next draft pick because the first time, you know, the Lakers are on the clock tonight. <laughs> you know, so funny. And uh, Tyler Bay, you also said to the Timberwolves. Tyler Bay, that's yep. what it is. Colorado. So, yep. So he's also. Like McDaniel's, he can he has the ability to be a shooter. He's more of a spot up shooter though, and but his defense off ball is excellent, and he can. He's got uh he's six seven with a seven one wingspan, so he's got the length to and ability to block shots very easily. But he is uh, very turnover prone, and he can't really handle the ball at all. But the Wolves aren't really going to ask him to do that after getting Rubio and having uh, D'Angelo Russell on your team already. Hey, you know, uh, this just occurred to me that, you know, the the Wolves also have a chance that that Tyrell Terry, and that is he's somebody I thought was projected to go a lot higher in the draft than 28th. But. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought he would go in the late teens and maybe the early twenties, but 
like a lot of players that we thought would go early, he has seemed to drop, drop immensely down the boards of the NBA draft. So I feel like whoever might draft him might get a steal of a pick there. So this Argentina dude they got is a six foot seven small forward, FC Barcelona basketball. Yep. He's six seven, but only has a six eight wingspan. So if you were to draft someone like uh, Tyler Bay here, um, I feel like that they're different of enough players that you could incorporate them both on the floor at the same time and still uh, find success. Maybe not right away, but once they develop more into NBA Here's players. Pick. Here's the pick. Jaden McDaniel. All right, so those he was one of the two players that we were kind of expecting to go here. And I, I really like the pick for the Timberwolves, bringing in a three-point shooter. And he he's, he's cousins with John, Juwan Howard. And he's also got the ability to block shots very well. So I like this pick, and I think that he can develop into a very good player for the Timberwolves. Jay Billis called him a special talent. Jonathan Isaac type, he said. Well... The Wolves' three picks tonight are Anthony Edwards, Andrew Bomero, and Jaden McDaniels. How are you feeling as a Timberwolves fan, having clarity about the draft so far? Hold on one second. Well, I mean, overall, I'm, I'm really happy with the night. I mean, they got, you know, three interesting talents. Uh you know, obviously, I know about a much about as much about them as I've read. They're just heard in the little snippet on TV, but uh, and they got Ricky Rubio back, so you know you can't be too disappointed in that. We'll see how the Edwards pick turns out. I think that there's a lot of optimism, as there should be, when you pick someone of his athletic ability, and I really like their late round picks and I think that they can develop them into some good NBA players as well as I think the Ricky Rubio trade was a really good trade for them. Yeah, I think he'll be I think he'll be uh yeah, I think he'll I think he'll help with a lot of young players on the team that, you know, it's good to have a veteran. Yep. So is there anything that you would like to add before we take off, Chris? Oh, I think uh, I'm hoping that, uh, uh, you know, all these Minnesota guys get drafted pretty quick here. Tyrell Terry and uh, Turu and Trey Jones, and that'd be cool to see them get drafted, especially first round so they get some guaranteed money. Yep, we will see what happens in the second round and the end of the uh, uh, first round here. But um, until then, we will see you for Write That Down later this week. Sounds good. See you then. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.